The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. Okay, welcome to Rare Form Radio. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Todd Newman. I'm here with Dan Cleary and the wonderful, talented... I mentioned me already, right? Uh, sure did. And, and also Heidi. Heidi Van Tassel. Hi. How you doing, Heidi? You guys. It's good to see you. How are you? I'm good. Just, yeah, I'm good. I'm hot. I'm over this. I'm worried about years. Still, you're still worried about her. It's been about her. It's been like 13 years of worrying about Brittany. What's going, what's going on with Brittany? Yeah. So, I didn't even know she was still a thing. Yeah, well, anymore. she is now on Instagram. Like she has like, I don't know. She's got a lot of people wor- worried about her. And there's a conspiracy th- theory and it's a uh, hashtag free Britney. And she's locked up in her house supposedly, but the, her videos on Instagram are the most amazing things you'll ever Ama- see. You just need to watch Amazing how? Them. Like, because they're batshit crazy? Mad- yeah, like her make makeup looks like it's from like a week ago. Her she just looks a mess, and she talks crazy like, like she's on a bunch of meds, speed or something. It's it's the most amazing thing. I feel bad for her, but now her father came came out and said it's a conspiracy. But the state took all of her, the state state took her um, right, rights away, so she can't. She doesn't have, um, uh, what do you call it? She doesn't have hold of her money. So she's not allowed to spend what she wants to spend to do what she wants to do. Um, she doesn't have a phone. She can't drive yet. So the, the there's a court date. It's like August 22nd. And they'll see if she, if they'll give, give her her money back. To well, her. wait, let me ask you this. Two questions. One. On what basis did the court take her rights away? Because of mental instability? Yeah, it was her her father who did it. So her father became in charge of her, what's that called? Power of attorney. Conservatorship or something. Conservatorship. Right, Right. conservatorship, yeah. And then he had cancer a couple, like a year year ago. Mm -hmm. So he has given up that right, I guess. The Mm -hmm. state has it. I could be completely wrong about all of these things, and I probably am, but... But I'm, I'm worried. Look, I'm looking at her feed right now, and something weird that she's doing is like days apart. She'll post the same kind of photograph yes. every couple of days, and it's very weird. People are saying that it's not. She has no like access to her Instagram, her Facebook, and that it's her people that are are, are do, doing it. If you look at it, it's the same outfit for the last two months. And all she walks in and like walk walks around and walk, walks out and it just looks like she needs help. So everybody, right, now, like, why are you so obsessed with it? What what's compelling to you about the whole thing? Are you a Britney Spears fan? No, no, not really. But I I totally can I totally feel her b- breakdown because I right. feel one. One coming on soon. On the horizon. <laughs> With yourself? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. No, um, Todd, Todd, you should pull up Britney Spears' feed and look on Instagram. It is it is kind of weird. Yeah. All right, let me see. It's creepy. 
like you can definitely see in her eyes that things are starting to slip away. Mm-hmm. So now is it on a lot like like a lot of meds that they keep her dr- drugged up, and it looks like it. I mean, but she, she looks. Has- hmm. Go ahead. She. There's she so has- many Britney Spears. I don't know which one. What? It's the fucking main one with the goddamn check mark, dude. Shit. Oh, I was spelling her name wrong. That's why. <laughs> Look up Spears and you'll see it. So she she has a boyfriend named Sam. I don't know his last name, but he's this beautiful Persian guy. It's like a weightlifter, uh, personal trainer guy, and he's hot. And he's with her in some of the videos, but it's just a it's a weird. You mean that's her handler? Exactly. <laughs> the guy who's like guarding her from the public. Yep. Weird. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just, I, I got to admit, oh, yeah, here's a weird thing where she just like kind of shows her tits without her face and mm-hmm. walks away and goes, no. mm-hmm. I just, I got to admit, I'm sadistic and I'll be honest about it. I just love seeing people who had it all way too young that they couldn't handle it just fall apart like this. <laughs> <laughs> there is something sick about watching it happen. Yeah, I got, I got. I'm getting off on it. I'm sorry. I mean, are are you guys following the Kanye stuff too? He's also like. I've been away. hearing. Yeah, I've been hearing. I guess are they getting divorced or something like that? Or him? He and, called his mother-in-law Chris Jung Yu Young. Chris Chris Jung Young. Wait, Chris. John what's Carl. He called her Carl <laughs> Young. <laughs> yeah, he uh he talked about how he, he almost had his own children aborted. Um. Right, I think, and he made fun of Kim for trying. Well, to that would, that would be weird if he had other kids' children aborted. No, like he, like he has living children, and he's telling the public that they thought about having them aborted, which is yeah, a right, right. thing for a parent to do. That, that oh. Kim would be, wanted. It would be better though if he was like, <laughs> "I knew this guy Chris down the street, and I was thinking about having his kids aborted." <laughs> he has the money; he could probably get that done. <laughs> <clears throat> So, oh, so have yeah. you guys have I, you guys watched Kanye speak? Have you seen him like yeah. having this breakdown? Yeah, I haven't. Like, I've heard about it, but I haven't seen actual physical speeches he's given or whatever. It really it's seems amazing. like someone who needs to be medicated like quickly. Well, he, yeah. he he's bipolar, and she even said that he doesn't take take his meds. So I mean, I mean, my sister dated a guy that was like that, and they broke up because. He called her up and said, um, I'm saving you from uh, the drugs in the world. I'm coming to get you. And she was like, what? And she called the cops. And then he was downtown in his underwear in like 20 below weather in Wisconsin screaming like, God's going to save everybody. And he was out of his, but he was off now, his bi- Bipolar is, is people who fuck male and female polar bears, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to make sure. I oh, I, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's well, bipolar, you know? Oh, oh, okay. 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 That makes sense. Use your <laughs> head, Dan, and you could figure it out. I mean, and you can get medication for that. Yeah. 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 To they stop can that make urge. You, they can make you only want to fuck males or only want to fuck female polar bears. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what I would choose. You go to. That's the trick is once you get the medication is which one do you go for, the male or the female? Whichever one has the bigger dick. 
That's what I would choose. Um, does bipolar make you like have that kind of kind of crazy detached from reality outburst? Yeah. I thought I thought bipolar yeah. was just angry and angry and happy. Mm -hmm. all the time. Oh, you're all I over the place. I also think that there's degrees of it, though. You yeah. know, like just a touch of bipolarness, like like fifty or, degrees, sixty it, degrees, that kind of stuff. The whisper of bipolarness. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm Again, so I'm so. I happy. gotta say, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just so happy to be perfect and not needing any of that kind of shit. Wait, wait. I heard a rumor about you, our own Dan Cleary. I heard a rumor online that you yourself are taking medication at this moment. Well, there is that. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> For some condition that you might have, which what is the let's explain. Come on, Dan. It's OK. Ten people are watching this at the most. So don't worry, your secret's gonna be safe. But open up. Let us know what's this. What are your symptoms, and what is the medication doing for you? I am taking pills to make my dick smaller because it is unbearable to live wow. with this thing. You know, I'm I mean, so it's back pain. You know, hip pain. No, I, uh, I am. Uh, this week, I started taking a very small dose of Adderall to help with my focus and motivation, which is non-existent the last bunch of months so that's what i'm doing and i'm happy about it yeah but i mean is that is that a condition that you're having or is that you're just a lazy piece of shit <laughs> they probably it's adhd but it probably ties in with my love of the couch <laughs> in my day in my day they used to call it being lazy it's just like when my son was young he you know he wasn't the best at catching a ball or any of that. And they said, Oh, well he has muscular developmental delay. Right. Which means like, you know, his brain is moving faster than his body is, is basically. Oh, I've got, yeah. yeah. I've got that. And, and yeah. And so I said, am I wrong doc? But in my day, they used to call that uncoordinated. And he's like, <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. And oh, shit. it'll work itself out. And now he's fine. You know, he's like, there's nothing bad happened, but the, in today's society, they label everything with some like a three prong name to make it sound like it's some fucking condition. Yep. And it's like, you know, yeah, Dan, you need a little, you need a little speed is what they're giving you. That and is what it is. You took it that. Yeah. You took it that one night where it was way too much and I could see it. Like it was scary. Like I was like, <laughs> I hope Dan, I hope I don't have to, call the medics in because dan has a coronary from the amount of speed he took i came in do radio. Uh, i didn't know that it was that obvious i've never done cocaine i've never it was like this <laughs> and i was like what the fuck is wrong with you dude and then you went to the bathroom do you remember that no you went to the bathroom and i was like dude what are you doing and you're like why and I'm no like, i did not no i did not because I was like, because your piss smells so pungent that I could, I'm an ex junkie. Like I could smell drugs in your piss. That is that's how worried that's, I that was. was. That was the only time I've ever taken any kind of upper drug. Like I've, like I said, I've never done cocaine. I've never even been drunk or smoked a cigarette. So I took like a, I mean, obviously it was a, it was a big dose, but I was wired. I took it at like 11 a.m. And I went to sleep the next day at 7 a.m. And when oh, I, yeah, we, yeah. we recorded the oh. show at like 8 p.m. 
And I had just taken an Adderall that day, and I also had a Red Bull or a Monster during the show. Oh, so it was just like, ah. yeah, I could see it in your eyes, and I was like, dude, this is not fucking good. And I could, I could hear your eyes, they, <laughs> sizzling. Like they were, yeah, they were making noise. It, it was like going like, pew, I was like, holy shit. No, it was weird. I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> understand why people would take it for fun but it really did help me that day and so far i'm on a very small dose and this week i actually think it's been helpful as far as like i'm getting tasks done if i am supposed to call someone i'll remember to call them and right it just gives me a little bit of a kick in the ass so yeah. i used to we'll take it, it a couple of years ago a really really small small dose Were you t- I you lost t- i'm sorry it was amazing sorry. how much 25 pounds oh. without even knowing i'll take it how much yeah. were you taking i think i was taking like a kilo the smallest dose in happiness okay <laughs> i'd crush it up and but like a half half of the smallest dose and so how long how long was, did you take it for I took it for a year okay and, and it was i got so so much done because i have really bad bad i have i have bad add I'm and all over the place. Why why did you stop taking it? Um why did I stop? I don't know. I think because I started to get really t- tired on it. And that's when I and then I looked it up and I was like, oh, th- this is basically meth I'm on. But I started to get sleepy, like t- exhausted. Yeah, I'm sure your body gets tolerant of it too yeah. after a while and you're gonna need more. I mean, that's how most drugs get you, is is you're taking it. And you take it and take it, and then you get tolerant to it. So you need a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, I so, didn't like no. Elena for after so, you. Todd, as a drug guy, this is a serious question. I don't mm-hmm. want to have to up doses, and I don't want to get addicted mm-hmm. to it. Right. If I start feeling like it's not working, do you think I should go off of it for a few months? And yeah, kind of- take it. Yeah, see how you wean yourself off of it. You know, tell your doctor what you're doing, and say, "Oh, I feel like I'm getting too tolerant of it, or it's not working, or." A lot of times it'll have adverse effects like, you know, uh, you're taking it to give you a little pep, but it's making you tired. Like Heidi was saying, if that starts happening, yeah, go off of it. Wait a couple of months, let your body readjust. And then if your doctor agrees, you should go back on it again, you know, but okay. I mean, yeah, that's a true thing that your body will become tolerant of any drug you take, you know, like after yeah, a I don't while. Want that. I don't want you to be my sponsor. <laughs> well, Heidi? <laughs> It, I think it helped. It, it it helped with depression, because I got more things done. So mm-hmm. I wasn't depressed about. Oh my God, I didn't do this. And I can't do this, and so. Well, depression has never been a problem in my life until like this year is the first time I've really felt like consistent depression. And it's like, uh, you know, usually I have 360 days of feeling super stoked. And now it's like every couple of days, it's different. Just there's so many factors right now affecting people. What the, I mean, so every, the opposite. Are you? Really? Oh, you're you're better now. I'm like I have 360 days of depression <laughs> and like five of that are good. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. But those five, man, they keep me going. <laughs> Thrilled. <laughs> oh man. Mine is I I get depression, but I get my. I go through the phases first. Like first I go through anger and rage. Mm-hmm. And I try my best to put a cork in that rage and that anger 
to the point where it's riddling my body with cancer. Because <laughs> I don't want to unleash on the fucking family or the world or the kids. So I, I stuff it way down into my into my soul where the poison just sits. And then I get depressed for a week. Because then I'm in a good unfortunately I'm in a good you, mood. Yeah, that's that eighth, ninth day. The good mood rises to the surface like water and oil. Unfortunately for you, you're a good dad and a good husband that doesn't want to put out those people. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you so, I, so I stuff it, which is just shortening my life as we speak. Sorry. <laughs> you do what you got to do. Um, are you guys uh, watching anything good to kill time right now? I got to say, I know we've spoken on this show before about how I have been completely against the grain of most people on binge watching TV because I uh, I feel like binge watching is fun for me when I'm not supposed to do it because I have other shit to do or other shit to get done or other shit to watch even or whatever um, and I'm like fuck it I'm taking the whole weekend and I'm binging this whole series but in in lockdown or quarantine or whatever they want to fucking call it, I have had no desire to binge because I can. So it's not fun for me. It just feels like I'm doing this laborious task mm-hmm. and I have no, I have no other stuff to do. Like shit, I want to get one episode in before I have this meeting or this, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. because I don't have that, it's not fun for me to binge watch, but Dave and a bunch the rest of the fucking world too have been telling me you should watch Homeland. You'd love it. I never saw it once. You'd love Homeland. Homeland's such a great show. And be I'm usually the type of asshole that if enough people tell me to do something, that's the last thing I'm gonna do. Like I just I'm I've always been that way. Do you should you should check this out. I know you, you'd like this. And I'm like, fuck you. You don't know me. You'd love <laughs> Just, it. You'd love it. Yeah. You, I know you, you'd love this. Fuck you. And even if they're right, I'm like, fuck you for being so presumptuous and assuming you know me. So usually I stay away. And that's one of the reasons why I stayed away from that. But Dave has been like, dude, I know you. And he does. And he's like, you'll love it. Uh, my wife and I started the first episodes. There's eight seasons we binged 96 episodes in like a week. Wow. A little, little under, a little, about a week. And yesterday I watched, I was on like season seven, episode 10. There's 10, there's 12 uh, episodes a season. So it was 10, 11, 12. Yesterday I did 10, 11, and 12 of episode, of season seven and all of season eight to the finale. <laughs> yeah, just yesterday. And it's fucking awesome. I know you didn't watch it, Dan. You should watch it. I haven't seen it's it. It's amazing. But my boyfriend's in a few a few episodes because he's Persian. Oh, really? Yeah, I forget. I'll, I'll have to look and see which... The guy who I met? Yeah. Oh, I gotta. we got to re-meet now yeah. because now I got questions for him just about being on that set. Yeah, it's such great a story. great fucking show. And then um, he, he was on Sons of Anarchy with Dave. Not... I don't know if they were. I think they were in the same episode. Right, right. Interesting. Because I, I was, I was on set with Dave on those. So was Todd for some of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I was there when Dave got killed on the show, and I actually took the bullet 
off the ground from the blank that they shot, the one that killed Dave. Oh, that's cool. Dave did. That's cool. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was there when Dave uh, when Dave stumbled his lines with Charlie Hunnam. Oh, it's a great story. Yeah, and just I'll just tell it real fast because we've told it before on here. I'm sitting with the director and the creator of the show. Like they were nice enough to let me sit by the monitors. And they're like, you know, they got the headphones on. They're like, here, sit in a chair, watch the fucking scene through the monitor. And they do this scene and Charlie Hunnam throws Dave up against the wall and Dave has a line and he just flubs it. He just, <laughs> and he doesn't say anything. And, and they yell cut and Dave's like, oh, sorry. And they action, do it again. And he does it. And I say, right when the, the creator and the director are sitting there, they put the headphones down and I go, you know what happened right there? He just got lost in Charlie Hunnam's eyes. And they, <laughs> ha, ha, they made a joke, like laugh. Ha 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 ha. He's this hot guy, right? Yes. And yeah. uh and um then Dave comes walking back there after the scene's over and he looks at me and he looks at the two guys and he's like, Sorry, man, I just got lost in Charlie Hunnam's eyes. And I was like, <laughs> I told you, and they, they fucking hit the floor laughing. He's like, I told you, I know him. And then we were in the car driving to or from the set and dave and i had just suspended like a week before you know with hooks and whatever oh yeah yeah. we did some suspensions and we're talking about it and we're in the back seat of this van and charlie hunnam's in the front seat of the van and uh he's like well, what's that and he's english you know so he doesn't talk like he talks in some way he's like what's that and uh like, oh, here, look. And we show him the video of me and Dave doing it. And he looks at it, and he hands the phone back to Dave, and he looks at us, he goes, you guys are fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> that became all Dave and I said for, like, three months. <laughs> you guys are fucking weird. <laughs> I always, I always confuse that with uh, Billy Morrison's uh, outrageous. Outright. It was, it was said in the same tone, in the same vein. Brits are the worst. Beautiful. <laughs> I just started, we're talking about Homeland, but I just started watching uh, The Sopranos from the first season. You did? I oh, did. So good. I, wa- I watched it. In it. What? No, my best friend is in it. I know. That's what I'm leading to. If so you great and give me so a goddamn good. second, oh, I'll get to it. Go ahead. Um, I, I watched it when it first came out, and then I I moved here right when it started, so I kind of just forgot about it. But Todd's been saying for years, and everyone says it's the best show ever. And uh, yeah, your friend is in it, and sh- they have a podcast about it. Yeah, it's called Gangster Goddess Broadcasts because they changed it. Gangster, yeah. And it's about it. What what they do do is they go over each each episode, and then mm-hmm. how it affects real life and what it means and what it meant and stuff it's pretty cool it's really and that, cool and that, that's uh drea right mm-hmm. drea and uh chris kushner who's dave kushner's wife we are very very good friends with dave, kushner. dave. are you yeah. i yeah. love dave so much. yeah dave's great he's been he's called into our show before he's been oh, on really? our show before yeah yeah love him i might put him in my top 10 favorite people that i know really he's, he's i think definitely so. i would put him he's in top four I, might I remember one. He's the best guy in the fucking world. He is mm-hmm. the best guy in the world. Yeah. He, I went to their house once. I was there like in the morning and I forget what, what I was doing. 
and I had coffee and I was having a really, really, really bad day, really bad day to the point where he looked at me and he goes, you want to go talk? And I started to cry and he just knew, like he just knew that I needed some, somebody to talk to. He's awesome. He's a very intuitive man. Yeah. I love him. And a yeah. great kisser. He's... Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> really? How, how long you known him for Todd? Long time. Uh, yeah. Um, I believe, believe it or not, he was the, the first guy that I ever actually asked for real help from when I was trying to get sober. So, so, (laughs) so I know him for shit. I'm 17 something and some odd years sober now. So I've known him for like um, probably 20 years because I didn't get sober when I first met him. It took me a few years after that. So Mm -hmm. I probably met him like 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah, I love that. And he he's great. He's super talented. He does a bunch of uh, scoring of television shows and stuff and films. And uh, he was in Velvet Revolver and he's a great musician. And he is probably one of the nicest and funniest guys too. like he he loves to be funny. So, yeah, great guy. I will say one more thing about him. Uh, It's very hard to find musicians, especially in the Hollywood area that don't take themselves too seriously. And he might be the best guy at like not tooting his own horn and not, you know, he, he gets it. He gets yeah. that it's like yeah. fun and, um, you know, silly. Um, so do you guys- Dre's, Dre's boyfriend, sorry, Dre, Dre's boyfriend ha- has a band called All Them Witches, which you guys should ch- check out. They're mm-hmm. amazing as well. Anyhow. What kind of music? Uh, rock, rock and roll, like heavy ro- rock and roll. I've heard of that style. Rock and roll. The, rock and roll. With, Yo, rock those, and roll. <laughs> those crazy long-haired kids listen to rock and roll. Yikes. <laughs> Todd, do you think Sopranos is the best show of all time? No, but I think it's up there. I, for me, it's one of the best shows of all time. Um, uh, arguably, there might be other shows that um every single episode seems perfect do you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. uh yeah it's one of them i think i mean whether you love that genre of uh mafia lifestyle but there's humor and all that stuff and serious crazy shit in there too but uh i don't know if it's the best show of all time but for me it's one of the best shows of all time i've seen it like seven times yeah, the whole, the whole series. Mm-hmm. God damn! Really? Easily seven times. Wow. I lo- I I love it. It's one of my favorite series. I haven't seen anything like it yet. Like I haven't. I'm trying to think of what 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 I like. What do you like more, Sopranos, Heidi, or Breaking Bad? Oh. Wow. Breaking, oh my God, it's so different. Oh, kind of, but still like, you know. I'm going to say Breaking Bad. Okay. That was my, I was so obsessed. Well, there there goes your friendship with her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sopranos was like, it's Sopranos or Breaking Bad. That's up there. I've said it before a million times, but my favorite show of all time is uh, Rescue Me with Dennis Leary. 
That's just because he's from fucking Boston. No, no, he plays a New Yorker. You you might like it. It's actually it's the but best you, show I've ever seen. You know, in your heart when you're watching it, he's from Boston. So you're like, yeah, Boston guy made good. This is my favorite. Yeah, that's this is my favorite show. If I'm <laughs> if I'm being honest about it, that's probably the only good thing about the show. Is the fact that he's yeah, from there. That's that he's from Boston. Exactly. Um, is it dark? Am I too dark? I you're very like dark. Really very dark. dark. If only Should we could have started on time, we wouldn't have had this problem. <laughs> Should we talk about the beginning of the show? We tried for like three and a half hours to get. <laughs> it's always better to drag it out a little more. We started for like three and a half hours of trying to get her to connect her audio to to the computer to oh the Zoom. God. And she's oh, the one that's like, hey, can you guys do earlier? Can you guys do earlier? Yeah, can you guys do earlier tonight? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. I didn't know what I was doing, clearly. That's all right. Do you um, want me to turn on the light or no? Like a different light? Yeah, do it. Sure, go ahead. Let's see what it does. Because right now it does look kind of like you're going to webcam us, like and <laughs> lay back on that couch and <laughs> ask us what we like. <laughs> We're do there's another remaining time thing. Yeah. I also lost a lot. I just totally lost uh I don't see you guys anymore. Hmm. Oh shit. Hi. Hi. Right. That, that's much better. Much that's better. Great. Um <clears throat> people always ask us for uh movie recommendations, and there's a movie about incels which i think you guys know are people that are involuntarily celibate so like basically anyone that shoots up a school or those kind of guys you know people that want girlfriends and can't get them are called incels there's a movie called mm -hmm. uh tfw no gf which means that feeling when no girlfriend and it was supposed to be at uh south by southwest film festival which got canceled of course and then it went on to amazon and I believe it was pulled because of how crazy it is. But if you guys can find it, <gasps> you gotta watch this documentary. It's is so TF TFW no GF. Okay. Um, I'll send I'll send a link to you guys. Uh, I got it illegally, but man, what a weird thing to be nowadays. And like the documentary, or it's a to be an incel, to be like that kind of sad kind of. I mean. Uh, I've known what they are for a while and I have Yeah, what's it like, Dan? <laughs> and I've had judgment of like, wow, these guys are just total losers. And you watch this movie and you kind of see like it's actually really sad. Like there there might yeah. be nothing wrong with them, but you like if you don't have a girlfriend by the time you're in high school, maybe you kind of lose the nerve. Like you've already missed those years, and then it kind of just gets lost and you get weirder and more, you know, quiet. And eventually it leads to all this anger towards women and uh, really, really interesting movie. TFW. No GF. Yeah. Right. Um, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. I want you guys to watch it and then we'll, we'll circle back another time, but anyone listening, try to find and it. In ways, in ways, these guys just don't know how lucky they really are. <laughs> To not have to deal with women, right? I didn't you, have a boyfriend. Well, it's, it's yeah, not but a, you got to you got to girls. Yeah, and like you got to 
bucket of shit dumped on you. So there's the karmic connection to that. So let me ask, why, why didn't you have a boyfriend in high school? Um, I had bright red hair. Uh, I got picked on all the time because I was a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, that's right. And got, I, I never got asked out because I was always like class clown, class clown, bright red hair, freckles. Big get- red nose. <laughs> Like big floppy shoes. Floppy shoes, yeah. Like <laughs> bow tie. Like was your was your hair dyed red or you're a natural redhead? No, I'm a natural. I have like fire red hair. Oh no shit! So you mm-hmm. you color it? Little, yeah, because it, it well it got dark darker as I got older and then what, I got it. What kind of names were you called in regards to the red hair? Like fire crotch or like what? Like um, what did you hear that you were aware of anyway? Pippi Longstocking, Annie. It was pretty like mild thing. And I remember in high school, a guy said, do the curtains match the drapes? And I was like, what? In my house? Like, I had no, I was so, (laughs) I was so like, I hadn't kissed a boy yet. I was like, what are you talking about? Mm, Did you have have a big red bush? Yeah, I get, yeah. Awesome. Just just take the next 10 Why minutes. Why does it have to be big, it. Dan? Because it was medium. Teenagers don't trim it up, I don't think, back then. Talk about it for a while. I'm going to mute my camera and, and mute my and I'll be back. But talk about it. For Same a while. here. You, you got you got a few minutes. Just uh, go for it. Got five minutes and thirty nine seconds. Perfect. Um, man. Yeah, I didn't. I was more comfortable in high school than I was as an adult, like talking to girls and having girlfriends. Like it was easier for me when I was younger. Yeah. It's weird. Hmm. But you're more fearless when you're younger. You don't know enough to be scared of it. Is that true? I feel like as a kid, maybe you have less confidence, maybe less fear or more less fear, but also less confidence. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I was more fearless when I was a kid. And I, I mean, as I got older, I mean, uh, I'm not trying to say this being braggy wise, but like I never had a problem in that area. But internally, it was harder to there were probably a lot of missed opportunities for me where I was just like, fuck it. I don't feel like saying something or so and so likes you. You should go talk to her. OK, and don't, you know, like and just see. I'd rather be brooding guy in the corner. You know what I mean? Like then actually have the confidence to talk and that. So that waned over uh, once I was an adult more. I weirdly did that more as an adult, like in high school. That's what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is I was more, uh, uh, I had more confidence to talk to girls when I was in high school. And oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, you are saying that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I moved out here at 19 and there was, girls everywhere and i was going to parties and people would say hey this girl thinks you're hot and i just wouldn't i'd be like eh, i don't know i don't know who that is and i was like nervous and scared like a little pussy like an incel but you bitch. should have heard them perk up and get confident when they were like hey this dude thinks you're hot <laughs> where he's mine dude that's not cool that is not cool. <laughs> um yeah i don't know i just and I've been I've been so out of the mix of it for so long that I don't even know what I'd be like. No, I can't imagine now at my age. I've never talked to anybody. 
telling some someone your whole story all over again. Oh, that might. That's funny you say that because I've thought like if for some reason my marriage dissolved, and I had to like relearn who someone was and had to like tell all my stories again, I'd rather just probably kill oh. myself. <laughs> Or I just lie and make it really. Yeah, make it up. Cool. And be like, yeah, well, you know, first I was in the Navy sailing the Caribbean. And then I was a spy for the CIA because I'm just watching Homeland now. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. God, if you if for some reason you were to become like single next week, how long do you think it would be before you were butt banging somebody just to get one out of the way? Uh, as soon as possible. I like within a day, I think. Yeah, as soon as possible. We should get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, just just for ex- Adderall but being, <laughs> but being uh, being serious about it, like yeah, for that very reason, just so that I wouldn't plummet into lack of confidence. Like I would try to do that as soon as possible. Hmm. I don't know if I didn't it would be a great experience or not because of if, if you're really talking about really like, Oh my real. life, has I mean, real change dramatically. Like, yeah, I might have a bunch of mixed emotions from it, but just on a sexual level, I'd be like, yeah, I want to see if I can still, if I still got it. Nice. <laughs> you know? Let's uh let's pause for a second and uh, cut this. Then we'll, we'll do another one real quick and we'll get to some questions and kind of wrap up this convo. Cool. Okay. Oh, no. What's wrong? Oh, it's your coffee again. The desk sergeant at the station makes better coffee than this. Ed, really? Sorry, honey. But your coffee tastes terrible. Mr. McGregor, please help me. Carol, what's the matter? My coffee. Ed says he gets better coffee at the police station. Why not try new instant Folgers? Instant Folgers? No, I said new instant Folgers, Carol. Tastes good as fresh pert. Because it's made from fresh burnt coffee. Then they actually turn that fresh burnt coffee into new instant Folgers. Tastes good as fresh perk because it is fresh perk. Mr. McGregor, I'll try it. Hey, the Sarge never made coffee like this. It's new instant Folgers. Tastes good as fresh perk. I like it better. Try new instant Folgers. Tastes good as fresh perk because it is. All right, and that was a quick word from our sponsor. Um, we had to take a little break because for some reason, the Zoom is cutting out on us, like giving us only an allotment of time. I know why. And why? If it's just you and I, we can go as long as we want. When you add a third person, you get a 40-minute 40, 40 or 45-minute limit. Oh, Really? So, but so did, that happen with, did that happen with Riley? I don't think no, so, right? Is I that a new because- thing? I think because he's kind of black, you're allowed to have like oh. it's like affirmative action right. for Zoom. Right. Well, okay. Zoom is fooled because he's not black at all. He's actually Cuban, but uh, that's that's how racist Zoom is. But isn't he Cuban and black? No. Pretty sure he is. I don't think so. I think his, he's all Cuban. His dick tastes black to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> so we were we were having some fun during the uh, the interview during our break. Yes. Heidi, what, what were we talking about? uh oops yeah <laughs> it went oh, it, i i have since i was a kid too i've had l- large breasts and i used to tape them down 
because like, I was so embarrassed of them. With actual tape or like actual, a actual like a, like a band like a uh, like a what do you call that? I can't see. You gotta look, get, bring them up. Like the, like the um what what's that called when you tie up a athletic tape? Athlet no um what's the thing that you put on? It's like VHS tape. <laughs> Tapeworm, a tapeworm. Oh. No, um, that you put if you sprain your ankle and you put it on there. Oh, an ace bandage. Ace bandage. Yes. bandage. Right. I used to put it around because I was, I was, I had them at a young age. When did you get them? Hated them. Hmm? When did you get them? Uh, six. Like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> In Mexico. <Sixth> grade. <laughs> So uh, this is this is a segment that we're going to call a walk down memory lane. <laughs> you got to note that one, Frank. Um, so when you got boobs in sixth grade, like, did you did you like it or did you dislike oh. the attention you were getting from? I hated boys? it because I also had the red hair. I mean, I wasn't like a freak. I was I like freckles and. But I had that, and I was a Jehovah's Red Witness. hair, freckles, and huge tits equals freak. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm telling you, I I grew up in the South, and guys did mm. not look at me. They didn't. I don't know. But they yeah, probably, they probably maybe they didn't look at you or talk to you, but they definitely talked about you to their friends. No question about it. I don't know, but I hated it because my cousins were really thin and tan and dark with no boobs, and here I came like. With these huge boobs and I hated it. And where are those people now? They probably killed themselves because they're such losers. Exactly. <laughs> probably. Todd sent a... So uh, we, I don't know how it even started, but we were like, okay, go, go. What were you going to say? I don't know. Uh, we we were talking about, okay, well, we'll restart the link and we'll just cut it and splice it and, and throw a little something in there. And like, it just... Oh, Dan asked me, this is how well, stupid... And how low base immature we are. Dan said, is your file bouncing? Because we're both recording the show in case if there's a fuck up with one of them. We both have the copy. He said, is your file still bouncing? And I said, yes. Just like Heidi's tits. <laughs> and it immediately, this is why we love Heidi, is because she immediately started sending GIF. Are they GIFs or GIFs? GIF. Okay, GIF files. Yeah. Of bouncing tits. And then we just went down this whole hole of like the most disgusting gifts of like well. the grossest, hugest things we could see. And that all transpired within three and a half minutes. I said we got of a break. so much tit uh tit action in a, such a small window. It was amazing a, actually. A big bang for our buck. And I'm it, it reminded me that I'm not usually a big like boob guy, but I think with quarantine, I'm definitely watching more porn than I ever have in my life. See, and I'm the total opposite. Because your kids are around, maybe. Yeah. I have, like, jerked off, like, twice in this whole quarantine. What? And we've I've, it's been, what, four months, five months? Twice today for me. Yeah, see, wow. I just... And it's not even because the kids are just around. Like, if I really needed to get it done, you know, I'm a fucking... I could walk from the kitchen to the fucking bathroom and fucking get one out you know, that fast. The desire just has not hit me while we're in this quarantine. And I haven't watched hardly any porn, but I've been, I've been into boobs more in my porn than I have in a while. Oh, Heidi, where are you going? She's going to watch some porn. Oh, okay. 
She's going <laughs> to rub one out real fast. Yeah, I, uh, I've been into boobs more in my porn watching than I have been in quite a while. And I, don't, I think maybe I'm just bored. I don't know what it is, but it's cool. Switching it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you even say boobs or tits anymore? I don't know. Is that, is that something what? that gets you canceled? Oh, no, we're, we're going tits. Tits, right? What do you say? Yeah, Kyle, if, if you refer to your... Sorry. Well, press the decline. Stop, stop it. Stop it. Anytime. Anytime. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry. I was getting hard, but that oh killed Oh, my it. God. How do I stop? It's a, it's a new Mac. It's a new computer. So it's all fucked up. Dude. I'm sorry. All tits, no brains. So, uh... What were we just talking about? Oh, what's the what? What do you refer to your breasts as? Boobs. Boobs. So you're it. still. What the fuck is that, Heidi? Off. I turned it off. I turn. I don't know how to turn it off. Now it's alerting you that there's a message. <sighs> you know, there's nothing listeners like more than whatever the fuck that sound is. How do I turn it off on my com- um? <sighs> Anyhow, I'm sorry. That's okay. You're forgiven. I mean, I hope you're enjoying your last show with us, but it has been nice <laughs> having you in our lives for a while. I'm sorry. Heidi, are you I a... I uh, my boobs. <laughs> do it. Are you, a, are you a porn person? Um, not... No, uh-uh. I think I used to be, but I like the old, like the old 70 porn. See, that's, that's where I... Yeah, I li- I'm more of a yeah. fan of that. Yeah. And why do you like 70s porn? Me? Yeah. I think it was sexier. I think the women looked sexier. I think it was more. I don't more know. Real. I think- they were real. Yeah. 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 First of all, it's filmed most of that, the yeah. 70s porn. With so you're looking at. Really- yeah. So it lo- it seems more cinematic. Yeah. Which does matter to me. And, uh, yeah, once v, once the taping started coming in, it was just like it seemed every porn actress was just like blonde and looked the same to me. Yeah. I don't know. I just wasn't as into it. But um yeah, I just I don't know. It's not that I don't like it anymore. I just I oh just my lost my flavor for it in the last couple of months. Heidi, I have an idea. How do I do how do on I do your on your phone? Pick your phone yeah. up. I, I did. I turned it off. Your phone is off completely. Off completely. That's why I'm freak. That's why I'm like, what's wrong? Are those text messages? Yeah. Open up iMessage and put on Do Not Disturb or some shit. I'm so sorry, you guys. Or we, or we can just deal with it, and it's funny every time it happens. Oh. It's not too. really that funny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the only problem with that brand of comedy is it's it's not that funny. It's like the Jerry really Seinfeld sorry. of. Uh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Do you guys remember the first porn that you saw? Yes. Like what either what the film was called or what you actually witnessed? What, what was I your... remember exactly what it was. I was with a group of guys, Always. boys, seventh grade, sixth grade, something like that, and we were having some sleepover. At my friend had a, his parents were like divorced, and his father had like this nice apartment in, in Manhattan. And we were all going to sleep there. We went out for Chinese food and Chinatown and whatever the fuck we did of the night. I don't really remember. And we all went to go. We all went to go sleep at that house. And 
they just abandoned us there, like seven or eight, you know, junior high school kids or whatever. And um, his father had a copy and, and the father knew like, yeah, go ahead. You guys can watch this and then left the apartment. And it was Debbie does Dallas. <laughs> it was the first porn that I, I'd seen porn magazines plenty of times from way younger than that. But the first actual video that I had ever seen and we watched it and I was like the first guy in line. I was like, my stomach kind of hurts from that Chinese food. I'm going to go take a, take a shit. <laughs> and I just went in there and shot cum all over this kid's bathroom. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm fine. And that was the fire. That's, I remember it like clear as day. I don't remember anything about the night. Mostly. I, I don't even remember who was there necessarily, but I remember, and I do remember one other weird side note to it that it was with a group of guys that I wasn't really good friends with. And this kid was inviting me as like a, Hey, come hang out with us type of thing. You know what I mean? Like I had a set group of friends and this was new guys that I was trying out as friends. And I was just like, wow, maybe there's something to this. Cause I just saw a fucking awesome porn and jerked myself crazy in this guy's bathroom. (laughs) And then I never really hung out with them again. Interesting. What about you, Heidi? Um, I remember there's two, but I remember the the most disturbing one. That was like one one of the first ones I saw when I was like, I think the first one I ever saw was like 18. I know that's crazy, but it was the one where the girl was with the donkey or the horse. Remember that? No. And that was. <laughs> I really don't remember <laughs> that. <laughs> I like how I like how you're so fucked up. You're, you guys remember that one with a chick <laughs> horse, right? <laughs> no, wasn't it? I forget her name. And then I saw a uh, um, Linda Love Lovelace one. Yeah, deep throat. Yeah. I saw that one not soon after I saw W Does Dallas. Yeah. The it's first not. one I saw was uh, the Devil and Miss Jones. Miss Jones, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Where yeah. like where this chick like makes a deal with it, or she she commits suicide. And then, like, fucks the devil in hell or something. And there's a scene where she puts yeah, a so, snake in her pussy. Yeah. What? Yeah, she puts a snake. The, those like, are all the 70s classics we were brought up I never up saw on. that one, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. What are you all like, what? Like, how are you shocked by that? The first thing you saw was the horse and donkey <laughs> one. <laughs> a snake. A snake, ew. <laughs> She's strictly... Uh, uh bestiality but mammals mammals yeah yeah only only large mammals (laughs) (laughs) that's so crazy i wonder what like your kids first ones seeing are taught because i lola maybe hasn't but you know i know my son is no she 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 hasn't she stumbled upon some racy stuff before and has been weirded out by it like we've talked about it so that hasn't happened for her yet uh, on that level but Mm -hmm. My son, he's pretty honest with me about it. He's watched it before. And my whole thing with him is he's level-headed and has an understanding, but I had to have the whole conversation of, you know, this is entertainment. These people are professionals. A lot of the stuff that you see isn't stuff that you're going to end up encountering because they're doing it for the shock value and da 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 And it's all, there's cameras and people. And I've been on those sets before many times and, it's not what you think. So he has a good understanding of what it is all about. But yeah, I've, I've, 
I know he has watched them, you know, and now you, his friends will send links to each other. And you told him that you've been on set of pornos before. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, because there's there's pictures of him when he was a kid with one a, a person we know well, <laughs> who we used to do a radio show with, <laughs> who was very intertwined in that world. So they would come to the house like they were. I, I was friends with a lot of them, and they have mm-hmm. pictures. Of, oh my God, look! You know when he was a little kid. So yeah, I mean. There's no reason to not say it or lie about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've been on those sets before. Mm-hmm. I've actually shot some of the stuff on those sets. Does he know that? That I don't know if he he doesn't know about that. But what yeah, what do you I've, mean? Shot shot stuff. Camera uh, b- being the camera guy on stuff. Oh. Yeah. It's just like shooting a rock show. <laughs> Anything else? It's like <laughs> shit. Am I in focus or not? You know, it's the same. It's it's very. It seems very um, surgical or. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good word. It's not what you'd think. Right. You're not you know like, I mean? oh, how do I shoot this with this raging heart on? It's more like. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. It's like that whole that's all squeezed out of it. And right when you walk on the set, even so the first not... time, like even the first time you're doing it, you're not like. Oh, for okay. me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how other people are, but for me, it was very mechanical mechanical that's the and, one. and entertainment value it was you know these people are professionals that do this and know what they're doing and okay and there's a lot of stopping in between and let's can you move this way and can, you know it's very blocked and stuff like that so it's not there's nothing sexy about it at all if you ever want to get turned off to porn visit a set Heidi, well, we were you, I, was, I was in a porn and we were when I was in my band. Really? Yeah, we were flown, flown out here from from Chicago into the va- valley, and we did a porn. We we were the band that played where the people the the girls went nuts. It was. Um, yeah, what's the movie? We gotta find this clip. Oh, it's. Uh, that should be the clip we play at the break. Absolutely. You have to look it, it up. Was, you, you don't know this, just top of your head no isn't that weird it was um and my friend dino from fear factory was there too do you know him i, I know i know who he is That's, i don't know him personally uh can i look from it the up? flintstones yeah <laughs> the pet the guy who played the dog it's amazing yeah. starstruck <laughs> wait i'm so sorry Hold, wait let me find my name dude i saw while you're looking i saw yeah, a video sorry i saw a video the other day of uh, this couple in like Eastern Europe who were going through like a department store with like a hidden camera kind of thing. And it was like a, a hypercut of all these trips they'd made where they're like coming inside of like kids socks and people's hats and inside of shirts and then like putting it back on the rack and putting it all back to normal. So people would like Buy socks for the kids and they put it into like a goddamn jellyfish in their sock when the kids put their shoes on. And it's probably all hard and crusted by then. Ew. As I'm watching, I'm like, wow, that's really, f- I can't tell if it's super fucked up or funny or both, but I think it's more just insanely fucked up. Yeah. It was called Club Tabitha. Club Tabitha. Club 1998. X rated expose. Linking porn performers and goth rock bands. Perfect. Well cast. 
<laughs> with Bob, Bobby Blitz. And they didn't. <laughs> they didn't ask you like, uh, "Hey, you want to jump on this side of the alley on the on the shoot?" No, in fact, we we were asked to leave before they shot the scenes. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Have you it's, have you ever been? Because you've, been, you've, you've been in LA for a long time. Have you ever been approached about being in adult films? No, I wish. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm surprised. I feel like everyone is asked around here. She is. She has been, and then once she undresses for the part, and they see the fire crotch, they're like, "Well, maybe this is specialty, specialty porn." <laughs> this is bottom shelf kind of stuff around. There's here. a lot of. There's a big market for redhead out really? there. Really? So, oh yeah, it's a niche thing for sure. There's, there's all natural redhead. There's a porn star I watch. Uh, porn star. I mean, who stars? It's so weird, but you know, I like taboo incest porn. That's my favorite kind of shit. Oh. Like. Mother, son. you're so sick, Dan. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to be honest. Mom, step, stepson, mom, stepson, or stepmom, stepson, but like mom, son, or mom, nephew is like that's where it's at for me. <laughs> so th- there's this woman named uh, Lady Fire, F Y R E, and she's a redhead and she fucks her son all the time, and it's great stuff. Everybody, stop what you're doing and go watch Lady Fire on. YouTube. See, I can't get behind any kind of story stuff. Like, I just don't like it with story. I and like my wife likes story, and I'm like, mm-hmm. forward, forward, get to the thing I like to see. Forward, forward, get to the thing I like to see. Done out. I well, I don't I don't want to. If your wife wants to come over and watch some story porn with me, she's welcome. <laughs> I, I, I doubt it. I doubt your story and her story are the same as far as the incest goes. What does she like? <laughs> What does she watch? I, she doesn't watch it often, but it's like usually like. So you think you know, it's it's more uh, red shoe fucking diary oh, type yeah. stuff. It's not romantic. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm fucked up. Completely unrealistic yep. is what she likes. <laughs> I know Howard Stern. We're all I think we're all Howard Stern fans, but he's talked. He's he's into a taboo kind of incest porn, too. And he saw his mom naked a lot as a kid. And I saw my mom naked a lot as a kid, too. And I wonder if there's some kind of... When you were fucking her? Dude. (laughs) Dude. I would hope she was naked while you were fucking her. I've asked you so many times not to bring that up on the fucking radio show. (laughs) And here we are. Let me down again. So I wonder if there's some weird correlation that, like, some kind of misfire in my brain. Yeah, maybe. I'm I'm very ashamed of it, but I, you know, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, I never. I just never. Not ever. Like I never got into story of it. I just want to see what I want to see and get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And then, do you get filled with shame and disappointment right after you come? Because I do. I'm like, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> get that off. As soon as I'm done, I'm like. Click out, out, shut the screen off. Like no. spitting on your own dick. Like <laughs> Look at myself in the mirror. <laughs> no, I have I, no shame. I get filled with shame and regret. <laughs> I Me feel too. cooler. I feel cool every time I do it. <laughs> um, should we? Do right, some, you want to uh, get? Questions? Yeah, let's get into some questions and get the fuck out of here. All right. I'm sorry about the phone. That's fine. Listen, I had forgotten about it until you just brought it up again. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do we got here? Uh, okay. Come on, fucker. All right, here we go. 
Oh, I was doing what Heidi? (laughs) Go ahead. The floor is yours, Heidi. We're waiting. Better be good. Well, I was doing hypnotherapy the last few weeks. That's all to not eat sugar anymore. It's not working. Anyhow, go on. I don't. (laughs) I don't really see the segue there all that much, but I guess that's fine. (laughs) That is without any doubt my favorite moment of the entire last two hours. (laughs) You're like a four year old kid. Being like, I have a thought. Here it is. <laughs> Here's sorry. what I'm thinking at the moment. No social segue whatsoever. <laughs> no relevance to topic. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. It was fun while it lasted. I love being on the show. Sorry, I'll never be on it. <laughs> there were good moments, you know, and in like uh maybe it's better to like kind of go out, not on top because you kind of ruined it, but like at least go out, you know, with a good reputation on the show. It's COVID. I'm not used to like being around people. I'm sorry. What you said is actually interesting. So what what is going on? You're on hypnosis to get rid of get over sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've I've, I've met this girl a while ago, and she's doing it like on Zoom, and uh, I I'm doing that like once once a week to stop eating sugar. And is it working? Not, not at all. Nope. <laughs> so I had to stop for a little bit. I did hypnosis to try and stop smoking like three times with this guy who's like world renowned, all the fucking top actors and musicians go. He's super expensive. I spent my fucking money and he's like, you can go after this first session. You could still smoke and by the second one, you'll be done. I'm like, okay. So I go home, I'm smoking cigarettes and then I come back and he does it again and I leave and I wait a couple hours and I start smoking again and, I go back to him the third time and he's like, have you had a cigarette since? I'm like, well, yeah. And he's like, well, you were supposed to not. And I'm like, okay. Like, is but that your job, dude? I'm like, that's what I'm coming to you for. And he's like, well, you have to try too. And I'm like, but that's been my whole fucking life is me trying and not being able to stop. And I thought you could stop it with hypnosis. Like, you know, cause I do know people that have not smoked since they went to this particular guy. I was recommended to go to him. And I was like, this guy is fucking full of shit. And those people that that it got hypnotized are weak-minded fools. <laughs> and I'm too smart and strong here to be able to have someone hypnotize me. Because That's what my problem is. The thing with him was he would make these movements. We First, we would talk for like a fucking 45 minutes mm-hmm. before any actual hypnosis goes on. But what he's doing is, is he's trying to hypnotize you the entire time you're talking. So there's very specific movements of the way he holds a glass and drinks it or moves a hand or whatever. And I'm noticing it all. And I'm so hyper aware. And other people who know about hypnosis, because I do go to a therapist that I've been going to for years, and she knows about it. And she's like, yeah, if you're in tune with what he's trying to do when it's supposed to be fooling you, it's right. never going to work. Right. I'm like, well, there goes that fucking three grand, you know? <laughs> so Heidi, what is, what's the, so sugar, sorry. What's the sugar you're trying to uh, avoid? Is it cookies, ice cream? What is it? I, I eat a lot of ch- chocolate, ice cream. I eat it all. I love sugar. That's my thing. That's, uh, that's my biggest addiction is uh, yeah. like, if I could just eat, 
chocolate chip cookies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'd be fine. Especially when when they're hot, like oh my god. Do you go to Do you go to Whole Foods ever? No. Oh no. uh -uh. Whole Foods has these bakery made chocolate chip cookies that are like they're called brown butter chocolate chip cookies, and you put them in the microwave for 16 seconds, and it is the best food I've ever had. Oh my god. Okay. So hopefully that will help you kick your habit. (laughs) Totally. I'm sorry I interrupted. Go to what Dan is saying is is what Dan is saying is is go to Whole Foods. And try not to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you do eat them, you can sue your therapist. <coughs> All right, yeah. here we go. That'll be quiet. Recently watched Oliver Stone's history doc and then JFK. Interested on your guys' thoughts on um, who killed the president in 1963. Todd, this is kind of you're you're the you're the big JFK guy. What is your actual thought? Oh God, that's like a whole nother show. It's worth of information. Quick answer. Um, I. Oh God, who, who, I think that who did the kill shot. I don't think Lee Harvey Oswald did the kill shot, but I think he did a lot of shooting. You don't? Think I think he did shooting. Him? I think he shot him. But I also think there was other people. I think it was a team that shot him, not was, just one guy. Was the grassy knoll the headshot, do you think? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Heidi, thoughts on JFK? Uh, I think the same. You know, I, I grew up in East Texas, so we'd go there a lot. To yeah, the- actually, no, I don't think the grassy knoll is the headshot. But let Heidi speak first, and then I'll say. So who who do I think shot him? I yeah, think or what? Yeah. I think it was the government or the mob or it was it was by like five different pe- people I think cuz it was com- coming from different like places. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't know. Interesting. If you I mean look if you watch like all the documentaries there's a million. That was the whole I think that that was purposeful and the whole point was to have it appear like this one guy is the fall guy, but have everybody theorizing for the rest of time about it. I think that that was very purposeful that we're going to write this story as if it's this one guy and no one's going to necessarily believe that it is this one guy. And da, da, da. But if you look at the after events and Jack Ruby killing Oswald while they're waltzing him out, like unprotected pretty much in front of, public the guy who just killed the president and his ties to the mob and how the kennedys fucked sam giancana over and like all the other the the cuba situation with casinos down there and it it all ties in together so i think it's a more than just this guy ordered it but it was a a whole mass of people who were like yeah we'll we'll go on board with that do you know what I mean? Yeah. And as far as the actual shooting of it, if you watch, I mean, he grabs and he shot once through here, and then his fucking leans forward. He shot, yeah, he leans mm-hmm. forward. He shot another time, and his head hits it hits here and blows this side of his head out. So like, the depository's over here, and he flies backwards, and he fl- yeah, yeah, and it just it doesn't make sense to me. Now, can a guy get off those kind of shots? Three, four, three or four shots in that amount of time. Technically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Technically it could be done for sure. 
moving target, taking account to wind, blah, 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 all that. Yeah, sure. It could be done. Um, Everybody knows that I love to think that there's more of a conspiracy sometimes than there even is just because I enjoy that kind of storytelling and thinking. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that he was the only guy there. Mm -hmm. And when he says I'm a patsy, like, yeah, meaning I'm not the only guy here. I'm just going to take the fall for everybody. If you look at it in that context, I think it makes sense. And uh, I don't think I also think that there's a few documentaries that go into the sewer which is a great place for marksmen to be hiding out in a sidewalk sewer with oh. a barrel sticking out. And that's where they say the kill shot came from, not the grassy knoll necessarily. And that the grassy knoll is a distraction diversion shot, you know? So uh, impossible to answer. I could talk about this shit all fucking night long. Yeah, I, would, I love JFK I would... as, as a film. I, there's a lot of bullshit in it too. The best scene is Donald Sutherland giving the whole rundown and he's like Mr. X telling Jim Garrison the whole, he's supposed to be some high security official. And that's a fictional character. That's where Oliver Stone's taking all the theory stuff and the conspiracy stuff and rolling it into one character. That's telling the lawyer, all this stuff. It's the best part of the movie and it's a complete fabrication. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So who knows? But yeah, I can I can watch that kind of shit all day long. I've seen so much shit on well, Kennedy. I'll tell you, I would hate to hear the long answer. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. I mean, I can keep going about it. Please I mean, don't. It's just, yeah. God, please don't. <laughs> well, he please. asked. I know. My God, dude. <laughs> you and you and what's his face? That's just because own- you don't. That's because you don't love it like i do i don't the jfk I don't, stuff i do like the jfk stuff but the oliver stone movie i can't i i i do not like it at all i love that movie it's too long and uninteresting for me i hated it at first but i learned to love it okay i maybe i'll try it again someday i never saw it it's it. good it's not good don't listen to todd it's good all right we've got another question here this is a guy who watches incest porn because <laughs> i have taste dude i'm a, it's called being having some class <laughs> This is from uh, Roland in Newfoundland, Canada. Two questions. First one for Dan is about baseball. As I know, Todd doesn't give a f- yeah. fuck. I'll about be back. <laughs> the way they're handling their season. It looks like they're going to lose it to me. Uh, the NHL has two central hubs. The NBA is holed up down in Orlando. Why the hell didn't baseball do that? And uh, do you think the season will be saved? Second question is uh, about Gene's Addiction's performance last night on Lollapalooza 2020. Just wondering uh, what other songs they did. And, you know, you got the inside track. So I'm just wondering if uh, we'll ever see the other songs. Thanks, guys. Glad to have you back. Oh, I love um, it. Yeah. Was that uh, Scotland or something? I don't even know. Um, Canada. So, okay. So baseball just started back last week uh, amongst this pandemic and uh, they've already had tons of people test positive and they shouldn't have played in the first place. And I think it's going to be over. All right, Todd, it's going to be over. I think this week it's going to be canceled for the rest of the year. And it should, because it's, it's fucking dumb. I think it's irresponsible for them to be playing. And right now it's Sunday and like 
four more players for the Cardinals tested positive today. And I, oh, have really? some, I have some inside information as to what they were doing to get sick. And it's so irresponsible and stupid. You get and they're wing, gonna, wings at a strip club? There's, there's a strip club one. And then there's a, a, um, a high-end person who works for one of the teams who is fucking a stewardess who has COVID. Oh. <laughs> and he's traveling with the team. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just a fucking mess. So, like, Todd, imagine you were due to make... $12 million in the next two months. And I fucked it up for you because I wanted to go. To yeah. I would club. kill you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So players, I guess, internally are furious around the league that these, because a lot of teams are trying to do it right and stay, you know, stand yeah, quarantine. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I'm pissed about it, but I, I think they shouldn't have played in the first place. So actually they should just care. do it like, like a film shoot will, will in, end up doing you live on set. You're quarantined for two weeks when you get to work. Then you live on set until your work that's, is done, and then were, you go home. They, were supposed they to should do just that. be sleeping at the stadium. There's so much room, especially without... They were without, supposed to be staying yeah. in hotels, and they have, like, hall monitors, and the guys are sneaking out. They just don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah. Uh, you know why? Because fucking professional athletes are children playing children's games as adults getting paid way too much money for it. You could say that's the same why. thing about actors, too. Same shit. That's, they're playing make-believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the second yeah. question, Jane's Addiction, we got to wrap this up real quick. We got a couple minutes mm -hmm. left, but Jane's Addiction did like a pre-taped event for Lollapalooza, which is a full virtual thing this week. And we recorded it last week and it was fun to see everybody. It felt like a very unsafe environment, if I'm being honest, as far as people were not taking precautions mask-wise. And that was pretty upsetting, but it was fun to see. They aired two songs on the live performance and they recorded like five or six more. And hopefully those will come out at some point. Um, okay, quick. Moving along, moving along. Let's see hey, guys, this is Chris from Las Vegas. Um, I just ordered or just received my distressed rear form radio tank, and I absolutely love it. So thank you for that. Um, but I wanted to know if you guys ever considered having your wives on for like a wives takeover night. Thanks, guys. Love the show. We have considered that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we decided against it because fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't want our personal stuff uh, divulged about dick size and all that kind of stuff. I don't care about that. I, I'm all for it, actually. No, I think it would be great, and we will, and we have talked about it plenty. We talked about it on Dark Matter, mm -hmm. doing it and having <clears throat> having even us leave the room for a while and having Dave moderate. Maybe that's something that Dave would be interested in coming on That'd to Rare fun. Form. Like a game show. Uh, one, but but I don't want to do that when we're on Zoom. I'd rather no. us all be in, in the same physical room and, and talking, and it'll make for a dynamic interview for sure. Which, but, again, uh, we're working towards that as well. Yes, but, um, but yeah, we're not opposed to it. We think it's a great idea. We've had it ourselves, and that will happen one of these days. And uh, I'm happy you like the T-shirt. Uh, anyone it's who's listening, you can go to rareform, rareformradio.threadless.com. Buy some shirts. It's literally the only way that we get any kind of financial support from doing the show right I'm now. Go buy a couple of please do, please yeah. do. Um, there's all kinds of stuff to choose from, different fabrics, different colors, and um, we appreciate the support. You can also follow on Instagram and Twitter at Rareform Radio. Blah blah blah. Subscribe, right. if, review, helpful. If if you do want to follow me at all, I dumped my Twitter and my Facebook, but I do have my Instagram. So uh, I know a few people were 
trying to contact other people I know, like, Hey, I can't get, I can't ask any questions. I can't, you can, I'll, I accept everything on Instagram. So just go to, uh, at Todd Newman. If okay. you have any questions here, or you could do it at the rare form radio too. At, as well. at Dan Cleary 79, Heidi, where can people find you? Heidi Sabrina on Instagram. All right. Well, Heidi, thank you for uh, coming tonight. This is fun. Thank you. I miss you guys. I'm sorry that I had mishaps with my. Uh-huh. Well, all, we'll all get back in the same room together soon. Thank you, Todd Newman. Thank you, Dan. All right. Thank you, Heidi. And we will see everybody very soon. Be back soon. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio.